how you doing? Hello, Colm, all right? Hi there, how you I'm okay, how are you? I'm fine, thanks. So to start no off, would you like to introduce yourself to everybody? I'd love to introduce myself. So um, my name's Callum Knight. I'm 20 years old and I'm a studying actor um, at New College Lanarkshire in Coatbridge, the north, kind of northeast end of Glasgow. Yeah. Um, and you're also a freelance writer, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, I love to write in my own time. I've sort of been documenting experiences during this pandemic and I'm sort of writing a sort of dark comedy theatre play that's just kind of going to look at the whole pandemic as a whole and yeah. just kind of it's sort of like a documented play about the pandemic but then at the same time it's going to take a sort of uh, fictional story about a family and um, this person who ends up discovering some family history and finds his long lost brother so I've kind of combined fictional storytelling with uh, documentary if that makes sense so that's exciting and other writing that I'm doing at the moment I'm trying out some poetry and writing monologues based on my experience with anxiety because um, I think it's mental health week today um, starting today until the 23rd it's mental mental health this week so um, I've been doing some stuff for that and at the root theatre company have a I think they're releasing a series today to do with mental health week so I've yeah. been following that which has been really exciting yeah how did you um, come across um, freelance writing and what made you decide to follow it did it um, take a lot of thinking um, it didn't take too much thinking to be honest um, I was mainly just doing a lot of acting and um, my kind of secondary career is actually music making um, but I just wanted you know to add as much skills to my sort of creative skill set as possible and yeah. I took part in some writing workshops with a, a sort of I think it's a collaboration between the Tron Theatre and Air Gaty Theatre yeah. and they do a bunch of workshops on uh, uh, writing and radio dramas and I took part in a writing workshop with Luke Barnes who I think actually wrote for a few of the episodes of Game of Thrones really? and uh, he was a really really nice guy and he basically just listed really useful ways to sort of plan a story and how you're going to pitch it to people so what, like you know rather than just coming up with an idea and chucking out ingredients and kind of being a bit vague you know he kind of gave me a good sort of step-by-step -step process on you know where like so the first first process is like pick something you're passionate about pick something that makes your palms sweat something that maybe gets under your skin something that you're that annoys you or something that you love and yeah. then take that and say how am I going to tell this story I'm going to tell it through verbatim theatre we're going to put it on, uh, let's say, this. We're going to maybe do it at, 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 in a theatre in the round setting. I want to write it about this to put across this message for this reason. So it was just, I think, being given that step-by-step -step process just allowed me to feel more comfortable to just follow a guideline and see where that would take my creativity. And then I think I've just... I've 
relaxed a bit into it now, so I don't stick religiously to that process. But yeah. it was just a great starter point. And ever since then, I've just been dabbling with writing theatre and even short films and poetry and just standalone monologues. So that's kind of how it all started. What are the pros and cons of um, freelance writing, really? Well, I would say the pros of freelance writing are, you know, it's quite an independent experience. So you're, you have your own time, you know, there's no, there's not really a lot of pressure on you. You can, you can, um, you know, you can essentially bend the rules, like I said before. And I think it's just, you can show it to your friends, you can show it to your family and there's no real, like, there's no demanded end game with freelance writing. But I think one of the cons is that obviously with freelance writing, you're not really part of a big name. You're not part of a big group. And you really do have to reach out to these theatre companies and casting directors and um, just just you need to reach out to these executive people. And then you've got to do a good job of pitching it. And if, if, if it's freelance and you're sort of, bending the rules and changing it all the time it can be quite difficult to maybe stick to a desired outcome because a lot of these companies and a lot of these directors say um we want a play about this we want it to show this and um it's it can be hard as a freelancer when you know you don't really have anyone telling you what to do so when you pitch your idea to somebody you've kind of got to pitch it to as many people as possible because you don't know who's actually going to be interested. So I think one of the one of the challenges is you've really got to persevere as a freelance actor because your success isn't guaranteed. But um, I wouldn't really, actually, to be honest, even though that's a challenge, it's also a kind of pro at the same time because it gets you emailing all these people, it gets yeah. you networking and contacting people. And, you know, it's just a great way to meet new people. And I think you're going to be doing that sort of thing in this career sector. You're going to be talking to people. You're going to be presenting. You're going to be in big groups a lot of the time. Obviously, when the pandemic subsides, you know, you're going to be going to these big writing events and stuff, and you're going to need to have the confidence to share your ideas. So, yeah, I think freelance writing is good for practicing your craft, but then it also pushes you to really, you know, put your voice out there to other people. So it's, it's a mix of kind of pros and cons, to be honest, but mainly mainly a good thing, I would say. Um, how did you get into music? How did you get into music and become a musician? How did I become a musician? Um, so at about the age of 10, I used to listen to just the generic pop music in the charts and uh, I, I was just, I think it was listening to, I was listening to songs and I would notice that lyrics and stuff could be like echoed like they'd have reverb on them and i would like how, how can how can like this sung word like echo how does it repeat itself i was like i was so intrigued at how like special effects could be put into songs and i was like well, how do people do that i want to be able to do that and i was just like dad how, how does this vocalist's voice echo how does that how does that work and he was like, well, well, um, so they record it and they use studios and software and stuff. And yeah, it was just, I was just like, oh, really? That's amazing. I really want to be able to do that. So at the time, you know, I wasn't very good with computers, but my dad, who's an IT specialist, um, 
managed to download me basically music software onto my laptop and yeah. it was pretty much top of the range software at the time and I kind of just used YouTube to teach myself how to make music and then I guess instrumentally as well I picked up the guitar at about the age of 13 and took lessons um, every week for about four years um, so I've got myself to roughly grade four grade five level of guitar playing I know my scales my chords and um, can improvise and I just kind of use that instrumental skill and then incorporate it into the kind of digital music making that I can do with them um, it's FL studio is the name of the software and I can use that to mix beats record instruments create synths and leads and uh, all sorts of different things and I'm kind of just freelancing with that as well um, at the moment I have my own SoundCloud and I upload my songs to there and yeah, yeah I mean I'm trying to, to step in to bring my music into the industry a lot more because in college we did a production of the play Government Inspector um, by Nikolai Gogol and it was like a David Harrower um, adaptation I'm pretty sure and um, as well as acting in that I actually designed some of the music that was to be played during the show and and that was really fun. And then at the moment, I'm working with a short film, a group of people who are producing a student short film. And I'm also designing sort of some cinematic music for that. And that's that's me kind of just starting out industry-wise with music. And I hope to progress and maybe work with, you know, bigger companies and hopefully become the next Hans Zimmer, you know? I mean, you never, <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, music's just a kind of secondary hobby that I'm sort of trying to branch out into more of a sort of serious career alongside my acting. So yeah. it's something I really enjoy. How did you um, find the instrument that was um, right for you? Um, to be honest, I mean, guitar was the only really instrument that was around my house when I was young because my dad self-taught himself on the guitar at 16 and... It was like, apart from a piano that was in the house at the time, I just, I didn't vibe with the piano because I just felt you had to like jump between the, te- the, the keys like too quickly. So like you'd be, you'd be playing and then like, how, how does your, how does my finger stretch that far to reach that key? And I was like, ah, like I can't, I can't, I can't remember um, what key is what note, like, you know, because all, yeah. all the notes are the same color and there's like, there's only two different colors and it's just a bit, it just kind of wasn't like um i didn't gel with the piano let's say that um but my dad played guitar when he was young and he would always um play it around the house he would um play it when i was going to sleep and stuff and i was really young and it was just an instrument that i've always been around and yeah yeah, and my dad taught me and then i got lessons so i just kind of knew that that was the instrument that was right for me i have tried a couple years ago the drums recently um, but again, I think you need to be perfect with timing on the yeah. drums, and it's like a extreme multitasking. Um, it's, it's, it requires a lot of multitasking the drums because you know, like your one hand's tapping at this speed, and then your foot's tapping at another speed, and then your other hand's tapping yeah. really slow. And it's like, I think with practice, I could get better at it. But um, definitely, the guitar was where where I, where I preferred because it's it's more technical, and um, I don't know, it just it feels like I can it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't feel rushed in my head when I'm playing the guitar I can sit at peace with it so that's how I decided it was right for me um you're also into um video editing how did you discover that so 
again, it was very much kind of similar to the music uh, side of things. I used to just, obviously, as a child, um, I would binge watch YouTube for far too many hours of the day. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, would um, just come across, like, these montages of people, you know, like, maybe people who are skiing in the mountains, people who are taking part in sports, and these sort of montages where music was layered over the top and it was just, like, this really fast cinematic edit of like you know um just like you know those cool sports edits you see like yeah. even the adverts and stuff you know just like shots of um action moments and stuff just all stringed together into a into one sort of yeah compilation video and i was watching them and just like i want to be able to make that that's awesome because i like sports myself i mean i like to skateboard i do like skiing and um used to do i used to as a kid, I used to think I was um, really good at parkour and free running, but I just genuinely yeah. wasn't. <laughs> but uh, I was just climbing walls and jumping off things, which was um, definitely not um, parkour. <laughs> That's more putting your life at risk, isn't it? Yeah, it's... So <laughs> but, it's uh, um, sort of videos that you make, the um, skiing and thing videos. Yeah, so, that, so the videos I make... Um, um, I, recently, I mean, during just a couple of weeks back, me and my friend uh, took a hike up the mountain Ben Lomond, up in Loch Lomond, in kind of North Scotland. And uh, basically, we took our kind of GoPro action cameras up there and just filmed yeah. the scenery, filmed ourselves kind of walking up the hill. And yeah, I've basically got loads of footage from that. And I'm using Premiere Pro, the editing software, which... Yeah. Um, it's kind of just, it's one of the best softwares and I've actually got like a student package with Adobe. So um, I just kind of taught myself how to use that again, using online online tutorials. And yeah, I just kind of use that footage, put it together, edit it into a kind of cool montage and then put, hopefully, I kind of aim to put my own music over the top as well if it's, if it's good enough. But, yeah. you know, half the time I'm a, bit, I'm a bit of a perfectionist. I'm like, nah, nah, I'll just use someone else's music. <laughs> but... <laughs> But uh, yeah, I mean, I do that and um, I've got a YouTube channel as well. And I've made at the moment um, for one of my tracks, my music tracks, I've made a music video. Um, and that was basically just because when when clubs and pubs were open to the fullest. Um, oh, do you remember those days? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, there was loads of good times. And, uh, I, you know, you would I would be like recording my mates like, jive into a song you know like maybe a, a recording of me and my mates clinking our glasses and taking a drink and just yeah. build build up of footage like that I, I then took and compiled into a music video for this yeah. dance and club style tune that i've made so yeah it's kind of just the video editing and the music and sort of filming and kind of cinematography style stuff that i like to do kind of all comes together as a one single hobby um but yeah, that that's kind of that's where the music video, um, the editing, sorry, kind of came about. Thank you very much. Um, no worries. It's been a very honour talking to you because we've learnt a lot on this podcast. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's a really awesome podcast. I mean, um, when did you start it up? What was the sort of motivation to to do well, it? Well, I started off um, doing my um, dad's. Um, um, disability and radio um, podcasting station called um, based in Plymouth called um, Kuntsugi Radio and we also had um, a podcasting channel and um, in 
inside an artist is um, we explore artists and um, what they love and how they grew up loving it and um, 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 they teach us a few things as well. Yeah. And I'll see you later, okay? It's been a really good chat. Thank you. No, thanks so much for having me on. Um, I'd love to come back and uh, please keep in touch. It was it was great to meet you. Thank you. No.